Here we are. Oh, so sorry to say that Jamie Lynn Sigler will not be a part of today's pod. We are in contact with her agent. We are trying to find some common ground, and we think she'll be back for the next one. Cross your fingers. Yeah, we got a text from her saying uh, she, her son Jack threw up on her, her air conditioner broke, and a knife fell on her toe. So if everyone could get over to her Instagram, wish her well, ask her how her toe is. Maybe she'll send some pictures of her feet out. Uh, people love that. I think that'd be the best way to handle it for sure. If um, everyone just goes and asks, asks for pictures of her feet. Pray for Jamie. Uh, we stand with Jamie. Is uh, something as a movement I'd like to get going, and we hope to see her on the pod very soon. But, uh, you know, we don't necessarily need her to get into what could be a heavy pod. An emotional pod. Uh, yeah. A rebirth, if you will. And... I wrote something for you, babe, if you want it. You what? I wrote something for you. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You crying? <laughs> you touched me. What? Oh, it, what? It, <laughs> you, you wrote something? For me? <laughs> Are you crying? <laughs> I'd love to hear it. I really would. <laughs> Are you crying? No. I need to see some tears. If no, I'm gonna... I can't. I'm not going to cry on the pod. This is the one of the funniest things. <laughs> All right, here it is. Does I'm it quiet. need to be... Hold... <laughs> Does it need to be what? Do we need to set it up, or you just want to read? It? I want to. I want to read it, and okay. then we can discuss what happened. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm quiet. Okay. The first oh. two words. <clears throat> go ahead. <laughs> the first two. You want to go two words at a time? No. No. I just. I. If that's the first two, I'm, we're in for a treat. But look, I'm gonna shut up. Go ahead. All right. I'm quiet. You are not. You make a first impression, but I found I'm scared to know. I'm always on your mind. Even the best fall down sometime. Even the stars refuse to shine. Out of the back, you fall in time. I somehow find you and I collide. Is that lyrics? Nope. From a song? <laughs> Is that original? That's for you, babe. <laughs> Hold on. Can you read it again? No. Now I'm starting to cry from laughter. I'm the te <laughs> there's tears forming in my eyes. Maybe I'll read it again, but first let's tell people what happened. Okay, I'll set <laughs> uh I'll set this up and then you can please read that again and maybe it'll hit home for more people. Um this last Sunday, uh we got the call. We got we got a call. <clears throat> it started that you know, all my meetings and, and everything that I had to do on Monday was getting like all the Google Cal invites were getting canceled. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's weird. And then uh, I was like, man, this feels weird. It's been a lot of weird things happening lately. And, uh, you know, we had layoffs a couple months ago or a month ago or whatever it was. And so ever since then, everyone's just walking around like, what's going on? Do we, do we have a job? Do we not? And it seemed like for a while, things were like gonna look up and be you know we were gonna have a little bit of like runway sunday we get this text thread going and everyone's like what's going on somebody throws in a deadline article where it says g4 shut down by nbc comcast and that's how we found out that we had no jobs and it was uh i don't think everyone was surprised that this would eventually happen but it definitely happened sooner than we thought it was a real rough weird day because i was i was down in uh anaheim with ashley's uh family we were having like a birthday dinner joint birthday dinner for me and her sister-in-law and um i got this news that we were like our company was shutting down like right in the middle of like you know a so sort of social engagement and yeah, I mean it's it's all done. It's over. 
we're like now just kind of coordinating how to like get back into the building to like grab our stuff. That's kind of where we're at, but a lot of good folks, uh, and folks that have kind of watched me throughout the years, you know, like John, Nah, uh, my cameraman, my buddy worked there and had so many friends that have come out of this and, and, um, you know, we're all kind of left with our heads spinning and we, uh, are currently all unemployed. We are, all getting paid throughout whatever our deals were, which is, you know, I mean, that's just how contracts work. So it's not um, a sort of uh, all hands on deck, red alert situation, but it is a bummer for those folks that, you know, were like line level employees, associate producers, camera ops, you know, um, uh, board operators. So there's just a lot of good people that, uh, you know, are looking for work. And so, um, I've been doing the best I can. I'm like trying to like reach out to my old network and finding people who are, you know, staffing certain positions and trying to do my best because ultimately I was fine before this and I'll continue to be fine, but I really, really enjoyed the environment in which I got to go to work. And, and you said this before the pod is like, I, I spent, you know, the last two years getting paid, um, to read comic books and watch TV and just like have fun. And it's, um, there was always that feeling like, I don't know how long this will last, but I'm definitely going to appreciate it while it's going on. And uh, yeah. And, and shout out to you and Jamie, especially you, you both called me and, um, and uh, checked in and that was really great and felt uh, loved the whole thing. If there's a silver lining is that a lot of people are coming out, have come out of the woodwork that are, you know, offering I, I already so many people are like, hey, if you have, know a, a good social media person or a camera or a producer, like send them my way. So it's been great. Um, the level of the network that I have and there's so many good people in it. So that's been nice. And a lot of people reaching out and some pajama pants listeners as well. So uh, thank you guys. And um, it was a, a hell of a journey. And I don't think we really ever had like a, a real chance to like do one thing for a, a certain amount of time, a, a time that would, you know, allow us to sort of grow. But it's a corporation and this is like this is entertainment and this is always going to happen. Um, But, yeah, I've got nothing but support, positive outlook. And that's that's really that's really it. It's been uh, it's been a, a weird few days, but not like super sad or anything. It's been weird. You're fine. Mm -hmm. To sum it up. So if you would, if you could just go back and read now, knowing everyone kind of know, uh, knows the sort of backstory here and, and what this poem would, I, would you call this a poem? You would, right? It's just my, my, my feelings came out in words. However you want to label that. Uh, can I ask you, um, where were you when you did this and what like what part of the house were you in when did you do this you found no you i found went a, i was sitting by the lake uh-huh yeah lake austin lake austin there were ducks it was a beautiful couple wait, of did birds. you write this on your phone yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't have pen it just it just came oh, to me. Could you the imagine thing. if you had a piece of paper and a pen and you were doing this by the lake and then like a duck if I just plucked one of the duck's feathers, yeah, and then the uh, Jamie might have called you, uh, but she didn't write anything for you. She didn't, as far as I know. Um, no, which, and we just didn't. got a text from her. She's saying she might need stitches. Uh, so she <laughs> she sent a picture. Her toes. I'll all write up. her back. Well, if it makes you feel better you always leave us in stitches that's great jamie lynn there you go when i when i needed her most that's um, how this will be remembered yeah yeah when right. Cass needed you so you, can you can you just write that <laughs> can you write when i needed you most yeah yeah please and 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 then uh, i'll read this and then i'll read this for you again and and Again. so you just wrote this and did you feel inspired or did you go there with the plan to write this? I didn't. I was just thinking about my buddy. I knew you were in a, you know. So you got the news when you were at a dinner with yeah. your girlfriend's family. How did you feel? Yeah. What did what what was 
Well, there was, you know, there was a sense of uh, like shock and it wasn't this wasn't anticipated. So there was a surprise for sure. Um, And, you know, then it was like then your your phone's blowing up because it's it's not just like your friends and, and coworkers that are texting and everything. It's also like press and it was trending online and it was um uh <clears throat> it was like a very public thing you know and and so yeah. you get a lot of anyone who follows you sees it or you know pays attention to this world sees it and then they reach out so it was just a lot of like so i had to like put my phone on do not disturb just just so i i i had to take a couple calls um but I otherwise didn't want to be super rude. And I told everyone what was going on and everyone was so nice. They were like, dude, take all, I mean, this is like crazy. Take all the time you need, go outside, do whatever. So, um, but I was glad ultimately to be at the dinner because it, you know, you're around people who love you and it's nice and you're not just at home, you know, doom scrolling and uh, panicking. But uh, yeah, that was that's where I was, and um, you know, there's it's it's still very sad. But we've been sort of processing all together. I had this like Twitter space that we threw together yesterday. Almost like eighteen hundred people were in it live, and like people were coming on stage and uh, you know talking about how they were feeling and what it meant to work there. And um, it really was, it really was a dream job. And the fact that my interests aligned with my skill set and i happen to be doing it with a, a group of people that i really enjoyed so well here's uh, what's here's what's uh fun is after this uh i got a i wrote down a couple of questions that are the top questions when uh applying for a new job so i'm gonna ask you those and then we'll we'll work together and we'll try and perfect i think that's great can you but before that, you'll you'll read the your sort of. Your I wrote art. it for you if you it's want not me a to poem. read it. Yeah, again. I would. I would like to. I and I'm sure everyone listening would love to hear it again. I'm quiet. You are not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it if you're laughing. I was out by the lake. Well, <laughs> I'm quiet. You're not. What does that mean? So much. <laughs> You know, because do I really right. mean that? That's where you have to, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And maybe yeah. it's it's the reverse, you know? It's like, really, you keep things close to the chest where I don't, you know? But I'm but I'm sick. There's one thing it. we know about you. Yeah. Please. What would be what? That you, you, you're very open. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to dig deep for this line. I'm quiet, you're not. You make a first impression. But I found I'm scared to know I'm always on your mind. Even the best. (laughs) Hold on a second. Hold on. You're you're laughing, you're stopping me. I know, but I I, got to ask. Yeah. See, this is good art. What What does it mean, I'm always on your mind? Is this I from the point it. of view of you? Who's or the, or the ducks? Is the narrator you? It's art. It's art. It doesn't have to be. Okay. All right. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. It just this is what came out. You know, it's like it's like yeah. Uh, if you do a painting, it's like, are you the paintbrush? Are you the paint? Yeah. No one thinks. Okay. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Right. Uh huh. Even the best fall down sometime. Even the stars refuse to shine. Out of the back, you fall in line. I somehow find you and I collide. This is, it's like romantic. There's like, this is like two lovers. Well, it depends. Some people look at a painting and they see, you know, it's like a Rorschach test. You throw words on a paper. Some people hear romance. Some people, I, my friend got fired. You know, my friend was getting paid to fucking read comic books and play video games. Gabby, that's obviously going to be our Instagram post for the week is Robbie's read of this. Uh, no, put, no, no. 
Yeah, I mean, we still have a lot of pod to go. I can't believe Jamie missed this. I, I, I feel like we we should bother her to get her on the phone and have her read. Maybe we'll have you read it when she's back. Maybe that's really, but also like art, it can. It's like up in the ether now, and maybe it won't be the same next week. It'll be different. It'll mean something else. Wow, <laughs> it's true. You never know, man. Listen, I'm a Pisces. The water brings things out of me, is what they say. Jesus, dude. Yeah. I knew you were deep before this, but I didn't know you had this in, in you. This is a whole other level. You guys That's listening, right. do you know that our boy was capable of doing this? So I went to the intranet, and I found... And this is something I was excited to do with Jamie too, because I think she'd be great at this. But uh, I went for job interview questions because you're going to have to be going on a bunch of them. And I found what the most asked questions were. And so yeah. I'm the interviewer. You're the interviewee. Right. All right. So here we go. Uh, hey, tell me about yourself here. Well, the first, of course, it's going to be a white person. And they're going to be like, Kasim Geher. And like you it's stop Gariba. them. But I, yeah. I do understand it's uh, a unique name. Um, no, uh, no uh, actually, me, I, I'm good at this. Let me, Kasim. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, getting out of character for a second is what, on your resume, is your name spelled with a Q or a K? I don't might. I mean, for the sake of this bit, Croissant. my my resume to yes and this my resume would be with a K. I don't I don't have a resume. I I've never had a resume. Um, but if you wanted to know, it would be with a K if I had to make one today. You know what's funny? Your Americanized name is like the most foreign name I know. <laughs> It's not Amer <laughs> It's not Americanized. That's my name. But I'm saying like, but I'm no. It's your name is with a Q. It's with a Q, but it's still the same name. It's it's like Americanized. No, it's not. It's not even like even in the Middle East, some guys spell it with a K over a Q. It's like it can go both ways. It's like how Stephen can have a, a V or a PH. Do you know what I mean? Right, but but a if guy it was Americanized, named, it'd be like Kenny or something like that. That's but a guy named Stephen with a PH doesn't change it to a V on his birth certificate. It's a PH or a V. They changed it because that you could. There are guys right now that live in the United States that are Casim spelled with Q's. Uh, right, they refuse to. My, they my say dad, fuck the man. Somebody just told my dad it was like an Ellis Island like thing. Somebody yeah, Americanized. Like, yeah, well, that's like the definition of Americanizing stuff, isn't it? Well, Ellis Island. Kind of. It wasn't like I wasn't Vito Corleone. Like Vito Andolini, you're from Corleone. Your name's Vito Corleone. It wasn't like that. It was no, but it was like, hey, we don't spell shit with Q's over here, pal. Somebody, yeah, somebody was like, it's you can't have a Q without a U after it, which is like bullshit. You can do whatever the fuck you want when it comes to right. Name. That isn't this the definition of Americanized? In my head, being Americanized would be like, let's French let's, fry Gariba. Let's call him. Let's call him Kenny. Let's call him uh, uh, cheeseburger or apple pie Gariba. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, hey. Kwasam Geharibi, tell me about yourself. Um, that's a great, that's a, I wouldn't even correct him, uh, actually. I, I would say, <laughs> listen, um, so nice to meet you. Uh, it's been a dream of mine to, you know, interview for a position here at, uh, uh, what's the, what's the, what's your company? You don't know, you came here and applied for this job. I wanted to hear, I wanted to hear you, you I wanted to hear you come up with the company name. <laughs> This is Alien uh, Industries. <laughs> alien Industries. Uh, I've been I've been such a fan of Alien Industries, you know, ever since you guys came out with your version one, and um, I think I have exactly what you're looking for in a candidate. And I guarantee, you, if you hire me, you won't regret it. I was born in the uh, Middle East. I immigrated here in 1987, and uh, a, a real American story, if you will. Dropped out of school, um, but I think you'll find that. All the skills that I possess, I came and learned from the street. And what you need here, somebody with some street smarts. You got a lot of guys walking around with PhDs. I'm not one of them. I'm the other guy, the guy that gets it done, the fixer. Um, anyways, I'm local here in town too, so uh, I won't ever be late. It's great to be here.
And uh, uh, I'd ask you, can you please walk me through your resume here? Yeah. So as you can see, I've really only had one job, that job being Best Buy. Um, loyalty is important to me. Once I find a, a job I like, I, I stick with it. And um, I'm all about uh, growing within the company and and uh, learning everything I can about it and and rising through the ladders and 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 not really doing that sort of job title hopscotch that a lot of people do. Once you hire me, I'm here for the long term. And what what would you say your biggest weakness is? Oh, I mean, I'm just too, I'm sometimes I'm too thorough. You know, uh, I can spend a lot of time really making sure uh, something is 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 done, maybe overdone sometimes. And I've really got to learn to delegate some of the work I do because I really take on too much. And so uh, if there's one thing I'm guilty of is being too thorough. I just care too much. But I think mm. I've gotten really good at being able to, to delegate and work with others to help take some of the stuff off my plate and really embolden the folks around me to to do a good job as well. Wow. And uh, what is your one greatest professional achievement? Um, I beat Larry King for a best host uh, streaming award. Um, he was near death. And uh, I think, and I've said this before, I think I'm the reason he died. It's because he lost a best hosting award to a kid on YouTube at the time. So um, <clears throat> it was tremendous. It was streamed to millions. And I have the plaque and the, the trophy behind me up here, actually. It was really yeah. a, a big day. <laughs> You know, it's so funny. Uh, like, I, I wanted to ask this question, but I was like, oh, how do, how do you say it on a thing? And then one of the questions here, it was like, I see here there's a big gap in employment. <laughs> I was like, yeah. can you explain that? Yeah, I I took, a, I took a lot of time. I was very fortunate as a young man where I, uh, I, I co-founded a company with some friends that sold to a larger company, uh, Disney. And um, I was able to take some time to myself and um, really uh, sober up and uh, take on a lot of uh, practices and, and, and skills that I think uh, would serve me for the rest of my life. And, and they do, you know, I, I took a, I took a few years to really find myself. And um, what you see before you is the sort of pinnacle of all that work, ready to get back to work. All right. And then the last question I have here is, uh, what was your least favorite thing about your last job? Oh, um, you know, I'd say it's, it was the commute, uh, that four or five traffic, um, really, really gets you. But like I said, I'm real close to this office. So I was going to ride a bike because I care about the environment and, um, you know, you won't ever, uh, you won't ever see me more than five minutes late. I guarantee it. I'm, I'm more of a five minutes early type of guy. So, uh, yeah. Well, your resume here only says two things. It says worked at Best Buy and also recently had bikes stolen. So, oh yeah, well, <clears throat> that's that's true. My bike was stolen by um, uh, a very sort of a shifty minority, uh, mm, and, I, and, and we I don't like I, those, right? We absolutely don't, right, Cass? And, and, I, and I hope I don't encounter them in the workplace. That's I, my boy. Say no more. You're hired. Thank you so much. It's good to be. Yeah. Here. Alien Industries. Alien Industries. To... And what and the product uh, that we make? Everything. Everything. Yeah. We do it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. You know why? Because nothing's alien to us. Wow. That's our slogan. That is the slogan. You know, that's great. And and one thing I didn't do was I didn't prep any new slogans because I thought the one that you had was perfect. So. Well, thanks. It's from the big man. Yeah. Do you Upstairs. have any uh, LGBTQ plus? Absolutely employees? not. No. And if if uh, you know, maybe we do, but we ask they keep it quiet. If don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, we don't want don't and see. and nothing to get in the way of uh, slowing stuff down. You know what I mean? Well, I'll have you know, I work well with them, and in case um, one manages to find its way inside here, I I do know how to speak to them. So. So if uh, you think we'd be able to keep you at the door and maybe you can detect uh, yeah. them? Uh, I do have tr a tremendous radar uh, for them. I've Although, also heard that being called a... A gaydar. gaydar. That's right. And, okay. Uh, you, again, you're, you're passing with flying colors, sir. Yeah. Uh, they are becoming harder to detect. and mm, I, But I also some a lot you. easier. A absolutely. 
right. it's becoming the yin and easier yang. and harder. It's it's really amazing how that's happened. And I want to let you know that, and I don't want to scare you. Some of them might be amongst your staff as we speak. Mm. So, well, I am scared. That did not not scare me. So I think I think hiring me as the sort of mo- the monitor. Oh, those. you'll kind of keep them in check, like that's the job I am applying for. And so uh, I think, do I get a gun? Uh, a rubber bullets. It has okay. rubber bullets. Obviously, wouldn't yeah. we wouldn't want to do anything but just sort of incapacitate them? Uh, anything? Else anyone? Anyone? Let's not let's not focus on them when we're talking about the guns. But yeah, yeah. anyone. We wouldn't want to hurt, sure. kill anyone. Sure. You know? Absolutely. Um, I think I think I'm going to fit in great here, and uh, I look forward to starting Monday. Yeah, and if you see Thank any you. of those uh, people we talked about, you just point them out to me, and yeah. uh, I think you're going to do great here, Chasm. Thank you, uh, Robert. And um, again, it's been a pleasure. I've been such a fan for a long time. Only one thing from now on, uh, your name's Kenny. Thank you. I think that'll just be easier for everyone. Welcome to America, pal. Thank you. And that's Thank it. So I, th- I think you're going to do We just got Thank you ready. You. Yeah, we that's just got you fully. That's really good. And um, so far this pod, half of it was really good. <laughs> half of this pod was really good. The beginning half. Um, I do have some emails, but I think we should wait for Jamie. Or do you think? Because I do. I did get a response from Josh. The guy we got to do it. Listen, if she, yeah, we got she, to right. You know, yeah, we have to. We gotta. We got it. Know? Sorry, Jamie, you missed out. But um, as you guys know, we had uh, Josh, whose dating app we profiled, and he was like sitting on top of a plane, and uh, he had a shirtless pic, and then we gave him some, you know, very sort of. Uh, blunt but fair advice and then we got an email from somebody who dated josh who had some sort of uh you know co- contrary um opinions about josh and, and but also uh, odd right it was like oh we're friends but he was weird not yeah. the best guy it was a little a little uh yeah which makes you i don't know maybe question her character a little bit more. yeah th- it was from uh somebody who said i just to re- uh, go over that email again, I dated Josh. We're friends now. I died laughing at a review of his profile. He's not a pilot. He took a couple lessons. He's a good dude, but dates multiple girls at once, and he doesn't look like that shirtless anymore. He's a stand-in and lives with his mom, so that's how he's getting by. Oof. He thrives on attention and adds all the girls that he comes in across on Bumble to show up to up his follower count and, of course, shared on Instagram that you guys talked about his profile. Um, so she kind of shredded Josh here a little bit. But here's the, here's the thing. If you mm-hmm. talk about somebody that way and then you say, but we're friends, it makes you, why is she friends <laughs> not a great with somebody? Friend, not, not a great friend move, is it? But not a great friend move, but also yeah. why, like if you ask me, oh, hey, that's your friend. Can you describe him? And I was like, oh yeah, sure. Uh, does this, does that. And it's like all negative stuff. Why is he my friend? Right. Yeah. I Look, I'm, I'm not saying I believed her. I just like the fact that we have this sort of like saga unfolding. Um, oh, I love it. I'm just, I'm trying to yeah. get, I'm trying to get the, there's layers to this thing. You know, I want to, I want right. to know it all. Well, Josh has a rebuttal. Um, and uh, I think we should read it. He says, Hey again, PJ panties. I'm not going to lie. I think I have an idea of who that was that wrote in saying they dated me. I'm not 100% sure, but it sounds like I did some unintentional, unintentional damage. He's taking he's taking a little bit of ownership here, a little responsibility. Well, maybe that's why they're like. friends. Yeah. There were some pretty wild <clears throat> accusations Whoa. being thrown out that I feel only a call into the pod would help to respond to and give backstory. And that shirtless pic was from two months ago, so I must have ballooned hard over the last few weeks. Ha ha. Also, Rob's right and has an insane memory. I am the one that wrote in super early into the pod about working at Disneyland and for Allison Jones. Um, you do have a great memory. Uh, look, so yeah, so he did provide his <laughs> put that on my email. resume. Yeah, you got a great memory. He did provide his uh, phone number, so maybe when Jamie's in, we can do a sort of a a live um call. But you know, if Ashley's right, this guy loves the attention. Josh loves the attention. Oh, that's right. And but driving on it, but he is kind of owning but, up to a lot of this stuff, right? And also, he, listen, this guy's been listening since like episode three. If anybody deserves to fucking call in, it's Josh. And we kind of threw him under the rug, under the rug, under the bus 
We didn't sweep him under the rug. We threw him under the bus. We with threw that, him under the bus, swept him under the rug. Yeah, yeah, we did not sweep him under the rug. We're no. giving him all the attention he wants because he dies without that shit. Yeah, but we did throw him under the bus. That's right. Yeah, and with that email by reading it and everything. So you know, maybe we should have him on. I like Josh. I, I uh, publicly I'm attracted to Josh. I said he's a good looking guy. <clears throat> Excuse me. I also think um, he's been as honest as as you know somebody would for uh, he's had every opportunity to lie to us. And he's he's sort of admitted to a lot of things a lot of people wouldn't. And so, um, you know, Josh, I'm I'm on team Josh here. I think Ashley was burnt. I think Ashley was maybe a little upset that that she was treated a certain way by Josh and isn't over it. It feels like maybe Ashley's not over it. So we should get them both on and maybe we can do some sort of like mediation. He should send you a photo of him shirtless with today's newspaper. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And just and so you... I can make sure that this is yeah. a current photo. Absolutely. See if he still turns you on. <clears throat> I have another email here that I really like and it's about you. Okay. It's from Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl's written into the pod before. Um, she's been here since the beginning. Hi, Rob. I don't know if you're aware, but you got quite a public accolade on Bill Simmons's last week's podcast. On Bill Simmons's last week's podcast. Bill Simmons is a huge audience, uh, which obviously I've, I actually listen to a lot of the Ringer stuff. Uh, Bill Simmons is fantastic. I love Bill Simmons. Um, but you probably have already heard of him, and he's number one in the sports podcast. They talk about how impressive your acting was and how well it's aged with time. You were so amazingly convincing as AJ that it caused people to dislike you, which I'm guilty of as well. I had no idea you were just a regular good guy until I got into your podcast for a while. Anyhow, I hope you're able to listen. It's only about seven minutes, and it's very cool to hear them describe your acting. Um, that's huge. Let me tell you. That's a big pod. Um, but even if it's not a big pod, Bill Simmons is he's a very funny guy. Do you do you listen to any of the Bill Simmons ringer stuff? Did you watch him on ESPN when he was on there? I have, but I haven't in a while. I haven't listened um in a while. <clears throat> that's that's really nice. How does that make you feel uh hearing that, Rob? It's good. And this is exactly <laughs> what I knew would happen. What did I tell you? It's nice. What, what did I tell what you? you? I haven't I have an email here that says some very cool. It's a very cool thing that you're going to pretend like it's not a big deal or you're not going to care. About I said it. it's nice. What do you want? Okay, if I said to you, "Hey, there's this huge podcast," and they said they thought you were great on G4, how do you? How does that make you feel, Cass? I go, "Wow, Bill Simmons. I love Bill Simmons. You're I such a liar. Jeez, man. Liar. Maybe I should get in contact with Bill and go on his podcast and promote my podcast, Pajama Pants, on Bill Simmons's podcast. Well, one of the biggest podcasts ever, right?" Well, that's what you do. You hear something and you think of the opportunity for you and that you're an L.A. guy. I'm but you're you know, just yeah, you're bet you're bigger than that. No, you know? I just, you know, I hit the guy who had something nice to say. It's like it's like when now that I'm in Texas, what we do is when you're going by somebody and they do something nice, you take your hat off, you give them a little yeah. tip of the hat, you put it back and then that's it's it. a you cool. It's a cool move. Is that yeah, your you Love Island hat? Asking. Are you wearing your Love Island hat? This is my Love Island hat, mate. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, you you know, you don't ask him for nothing. You don't want nothing from him. You just give him that tip of the hat. So, hey, Bill Simmons. Yeah, go ahead. Bill, you just got a tip of the hat from Robert, the Robert Eiler. You know Texas, what? I, Texas's own. Texas Austin's own Robert Eiler. Um, the best part of this email to me is the fact that people had a certain idea of you from the show. And I wonder how many people who don't listen to the podcast are walking around like, oh, God, that AJ is a little like a little D-bag, you know? And then they come and listen to the pod, and they go, wow, he's so funny. He's so quick-witted. He's so loyal. Speaking of Love Island, he's so loyal. And uh, really have a sort of kind of full 180 about their feelings about you. Do you ever think about that? Uh, well, I think about it because I've heard it a lot, you know, since this pod started. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people were like, oh, I thought you were this way. And it's nice, right, to be able to have a place to where you're just like regular personality, which is you're a star, baby. I'm so glad other people get to see it and hear it. You know, so from, I from like your artwork, your poems to your your quick wits, to your improvisation, all on display in today's pod, by the way. I uh, I don't know. I kind of 
I kind of grew, I don't know if it's because of, I heard it so much that I had to turn it into a positive, but I kind of grew to like, like people telling me they hated me on the show, you know? Oh, explain. Why did you like it? Uh, because it's like, yeah, that's what you were supposed to, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's a thing of, uh, you know, if people just were indifferent to, like, they just didn't care or whatever. And my character was never meant to be liked. So uh, not many people are going to be like, oh, I fucking loved it. I was in love with him like I did because that's not what you were supposed to do. So when people were like, oh, I f every time he came in the room, I hated him. Like, that's Do you that's really think that you weren't supposed to be liked at all? Or do you just think you were supposed to be kind of annoying, but also endearing a little bit? No, I think it's I was hard to say because you haven't watched the show. Yeah, but I remember like, you know, Tony's the the character that you're supposed to love on the show and kind of he's just always like, you know, frustrated with me because he sees what he hates in himself in me so much. And, uh, you know, I think maybe there's a little bit of like there were moments of like when the character was endearing or whatever. But I think most of it was just like he was just this fucking spoiled brat who like you know i would read a script and be like oh my god i can't stand this kid like shit that he would do or yeah say or you know like you know i grew up in manhattan in this like you know tiny ass apartment like at, at before i lived in a uh, two-bedroom with my mom i lived in a studio with my mom and i remember like i remember not even being like oh this place is so small and this but like I remember being at the Sopranos house for the first time and being like, this is a fucking mansion. And like, right. you know, like this kid's going to this school and he's got this nice car and he's getting like, you're like, you see all this stuff. And then he's like, just always being a dick and like a piece of shit and this. So it's like, yeah, I think most of the time he was meant to be uh, like hated. Well, I love to hear your take on it. Um, you know, from two guys, me and you that haven't watched the show, uh, seems like other people might be able to weigh in on this. A little bit better but it's it's really fun to hear um people sort of come around and realize because i've seen you act we've acted together uh and i think you're a phenomenal actor you know what i mean i think you're sometimes i think you don't believe that but you have a very natural way about you on camera and acting's always been very very hard for me and i and i don't do it because it's so hard and i I have the, the most respect for people that do it well, but um, I do feel like I have a talent of recognizing good acting, you know? I think, I think you're good. I think, uh, I, I don't even know if you ever saw me act. I think we were just like goofing around, you know, like well, maybe, maybe that's why. Cause I, I, I believed everything you said whenever you said it. And to me, that's good acting. Yeah. The, the only, we did one scene where I think I, I like actually prepared for, and it, I don't know if you remember it, but it was that scene where like, uh, we have that dinner with the girls at the restaurant and then Joey and Mars oh, came yeah. in and we yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. like, like that. that I, I actually, and, that was me and you. And then right. Joey and, and what's his name comes in. Right. So yeah. that we, we, uh, I actually prepared for that one, but like every other thing we did, I was literally just like, huh? Like I was just well, showing be, up in your defense. Most of the lines were, you know, not that, uh, hard to remember, but, um, well, I always thought you were great. I really do. Uh, and I hope you do more of it. Thanks. You have, yeah, thing, I, you have a I, thing coming out that you did? I have a thing coming out that I did, but I can't talk about it because the person who I did it for asked me not to talk about oh, okay, it. Okay, cool. We'll but, uh, that's, a, that's a secret tease. It's uh, it's pretty fucking wild. Like, did it's you, a, Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Uh, I can see it whenever I want to go check it out, but I haven't yet but it's um it's like i told like some of my best friends what i was doing and they were like what like they were yeah. they couldn't believe well that you did I, some pretty wild you, you did some pretty wild stuff in it um yeah but know. i think it's great i think it's it's gonna be great uh you know what's funny so since i i spoke about this a little bit kind of on the last pod when you were like away for a second but yeah i've been noticing uh, something that I moved here that I never noticed before because I've probably never seen it before. But in Texas on like commercials to get like, there's different commercials here than anywhere else. And not just like politically, but like a thing like, oh, you're buying this cup. Like it's a different commercial for like beer and this. And what they do is they tell you how American 
everything is. So like, it's literally like, you want, like, you want, you want to drink four loco? It's as American as it gets. Like, you know, like all the, all the commercials on like mainly on YouTube. I still don't have a TV yet. So I've been watching everything on YouTube. And oh, like interesting. Yeah. Streaming, but that's, that's how they hook you. Like, so it's like, oh, if you're drinking something that's not this, like you're not as American pal. Yeah. So there's, there's a sort of, uh, patriotism guilt. That's, well, explain guilt. There's like a, there's like a thing where they're telling you how American like this thing is, I think, because they want you to think like, oh man, like when I see that in a store, it's, oh, I got to grab that because I'm American, you know? Right. Like, so, and if you, if you don't, if you don't, you're un-American. I think like they, they tell you that right. their stuff is more American than other, <laughs> other, like I saw a four local commercial and it was like, it was an exaggerated version of what I'm talking about, but it was like, it was like four locos so American and it was like a can and it was like it's as American as a uh, two bald eagles like doing this on top of this and it was like all right. like like riding right. a 18 wheeler truck with this and it was like I was like this is obviously like it is a joke but also like this is crazy because allegedly isn't four loco something that people have like it was like not allowed in a lot of stores because people were like losing their minds drinking it right yeah, they had to change the formula from what I understand because uh, people were getting very drunk. <laughs> yeah. um, because Which is it's crazy a mixture because of energy drink and alcohol. Right, because there's stuff that's in a store like like 151, like there's stuff that's like almost pure alcohol and they're still like, "Oh yeah, people are getting too drunk off of this can." Well, it's because they like got them in fruity flavors and there's a lot like you buy a big can of it. But also like the word loco is like a Spanish word, right? Is that is that part of what they're doing? Oh is yeah. Like, don't they want is that what they're doing is like, don't worry, man. A lot of you out there might think loco is a Mexican drink, but it's not. Nothing is more American than four loco. Yeah. As American as two eagles fucking on top of a apple pie or whatever they're saying. Yeah. They hear they call it four crazy here. Of course. Yeah, yeah, for crazy. You're not allowed to. There's yeah, no for, for loco. Yeah, well, that's interesting. You, do you think that's because people there really care about that sort of stuff and that sways decisions? Do you find when you interact with people there that that like people are all about like, yeah, man, nothing's more American than Texas. You know, we should. Oh, zero. You know, it's like. Well, you're in Austin, right? So it's I'm in kinda... Austin, but but last you know this, last week was like Austin City Limits, and I guess it's like this big music festival, so people come yeah. from everywhere. And like, yeah. there were definitely some things I saw where I was like, oh, okay. Like, I saw this girl who was like 300 pounds wearing like yeah shorts that looked like underwear, and on her leg was literally a tattoo that I swear I remember when I was like six years old. I was like, I'm gonna get that, like. I was like, that's fucking cool. And it was like a dagger going through a heart with like blood and fire coming out. And I remember being like six. That's one of the ones that's on the wall at the tattoo place that you just go, give me the. Right. And not even now, like then, you know, in like 1991, it was like, oh, we're just like, like, yeah, like this is cool, you know? And she had it like fresh ink, you know, with like a big heart with like a knife going through it. That's. You you want it? We should have got her story. You know, I should have asked her. She probably been through some stuff, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Like she probably had a couple of four locos in her bag. I got to be honest. That sounds like a lot of the girls I went to high school with. You know, that would. It, it, I I went to a, a like ninety nine percent white school, and uh, you know some of these some of these people when they pop up on Facebook, you go. Ey. Like you didn't, I didn't know I was necessarily going to school with, and there's a lot of great people and I'm still friends with so many people, but I did go to school with a lot of white trash, (laughs) you know, when was your first sort of exposure to white trash? You know, mine was like, probably at birth. I had a, (laughs) I had a, probably right. Right. My first real, like, I think I remember the first moment I was like, this kid's white trash. I, I, I had, there was this kid, I, I grew up near his name was Noah and he had a rat tail and um, he like rode a bike that was pieced together and super rusted and um, he had like freckles and his shirt was like always dirty and it never it just never seemed like he was like when we all were done playing on the bike jumps that he was going to go home to like 
a dinner. Do you know what I mean? Is it felt like he was gonna go home and just like hide from his stepdad? Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh man, like that's kind of that kind of sucks. And maybe I didn't have a word for it then, but that wasn't you know the Middle Eastern culture. It's a lot like the Jewish culture. You're 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 like kind of uh, you know the the family is like they invade you. They're so annoying. They're always around. You know what I mean? Like this kid felt like he went home and it was just going to be his dad or mom, never both. And like, he, he'd be lucky if he had dinner there waiting for him. A lot of, a lot of that where I grew up, I felt like See, when you were just bored up, into it, huh? Growing up in the city, we were always looking for like, where can we go? Where parents are like that you know what i mean like we wanted to go to people's places where the parents were just like so not involved and like not present and like yeah would be locked in their room kind of like because you know, what, maybe just come out you and, could like steal their booze and their cigarettes and like is it just is that all that like meant to you yeah like there were you know i remember like exactly one of my friend's mom would just like sit on the phone by the window smoking like 120s you know just like out the window then like she would go to the bathroom fucking run in grab two of her cigarettes go downstairs just sit down there smoke and like you know i but but just in general like i remember we would love to go to our friends houses we're like because there were some people's like when you'd be like oh we got to go to their place they got to change to like you know, shower or whatever, and you go over there, and their parents are very like, "Oh, what did you guys do? What did you yeah. do? Talking and this and like." And Rex's parents were like cool, but like I knew them so well that it was like, you know, I always liked Rex's parents. I never had, but like you know, your friend's parents that you only met once or twice or whatever. That like you'd go over there to like so they can shower or whatever, and all of a sudden they were like, "Oh, what are you guys doing tonight?" And you're like, "Ugh, I don't want to talk to you." Like, you know. So when you go to your friends' yeah. places where the parents like just ignored you it was like oh their parents are it's so fucking cool here right yeah i i think it's another moment another white trash moment we had i had that my friend and his mom would give us rides in her like 85 toyota uh camry and she would smoke cigarettes dunhills in the car while we were in the back seat and she would roll up the windows and she wouldn't let us put the windows down and, and so she had the ashtray in the middle ashtray up front Wow! and um wherever we got we were just like we just stunk like we smoked cigarettes. people were like do you guys did you guys smoke a bunch of cigarettes before you came here and uh so anytime she wanted to give us a ride we like tried to find every other option but it's just another moment where i'm like because my parents smoked too but they like kept it into the in the garage or at, like in the backyard and they never brought it in and and to me i was like this feels weird even then, even in the nineties, you know, it felt, it felt weird to me that we're, we don't have any access to air. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's a real white trash moment. Send in your white trash moments. Ask pajama pants at gmail.com. Or if you know, Josh, or if you've dated Josh, uh, send in an email. <laughs> We'd love to read it. Um, do you think before we wrap this up, Rob, that you could sort of read your, um, your words, your no, you know, I think I don't we, wanna, we've I don't done it. Call enough. it a poem. What do you mean? I we've but done it, it is several, it's for, several it's, times. It's for me, and it's not necessarily for the show or bit. I just kind of want to hear it before I, I leave. And I'm I just lost my job, and it would kind of just put me in a, a much better all right, it put me in a much better place. And and if you can, you know, like really channel this one and and send it over, guys. I present to you, uh, do you have a title for this piece? No, uh, one time we could just call it Collide. But one time, I, <laughs> what are you laughing at? See, you what? You try and get me to read it, and you make it like, oh, it'd mean a lot to you, and you just laugh. I like how you threw that away, too. I could just call it Collide. Yeah, It's whatever. beautiful. It's, That's it's absolutely beautiful. No, please. Okay. Uh, Can you please uh, read Collide for me? Yeah, I, I, I remember, uh, just to tell you, so only like, you know, one of my friends before the age of 15, 16 ever had a car. And I forget where we were driving, but he was older than us. And I think, you know what? I think one time I had to have somebody over 18 on set of Sopranos. And like, I had to go there overnight, like somewhere in Jersey and he had a car and my parents were like, Oh, uh, you know, could he take you? Or like, you know, they were like, Oh, there's no one to take you. Like, and I was like, Oh, let me hit him up. And he was like, yeah, I can take you. And I was like, yo, they're giving us like hotel rooms, whatever. 
So he's like, oh, hell yeah. Like, we got a hotel room? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'll fucking bring some weed. We'll smoke. I'm like, yeah. So we're in his car and like, you know, we're probably like an hour into the drive or whatever. I'm like, yo, can I smoke a cigarette, please? And he like hated cigarettes, but he was like, all right, like, yeah, you can smoke one. And I remember he's like, just ash on the sunroof, you know? So I was like, uh, ash on the sunroof. And like, I, I take a pull of my cigarette. I'm probably fucking high. And I take a pull of the cigarette and I'm talking to him and I go to ash out of the sunroof, but I feel like a little pushback. Like just a very slight, like, like you were pushing it into a rug. And I was like, and I looked up and it was just, it was like a, he had a, like a Cadillac and like the, the yeah. top was like a little, you know, when like the, the, the top. Oh it, yeah. The, the, it starts sagging. Yeah. It was almost like yeah, a little yeah. like sheet, like, and then the, yeah. and then the felt kind of thing. And it went fucking right through the sheet and whatever. <laughs> and I remember like looking up, seeing it and like pulling the cigarette back down to my mouth and just being like, <laughs> like take it and i was like fuck and we're sitting there for like minutes where i was like yo when do i tell like you know when do i tell him i'm like fuck i don't know wait till you get there yeah Yeah. i forget when it was exactly but i was like yo like i'm so sorry and i'll pay for whatever i did but and i saw him like try and take it you know like like oh it's it's all right like that's not a big deal just like keep a smile on his face and i was like yo like we called each other horse all the time and he was like and and i was like yo horse i'm so sorry he was like oh it's all right horse like I felt I felt bad. I felt well, bad. We've all done stuff like that. Uh, and I never paid him. Bang. Of course not. Yeah, no, there you in go. Your You're face was. All right, take us out with uh, a reading of Collide. And um, by the way, I want this to be the last thing that happens on this pod. So if you guys um, let's do all the business, send us emails, askpajamafans at gmail.com. Hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube. Click the notification bell. That way you know when our videos go live, which is every Tuesday morning right now we have a subreddit r slash pajama fans podcast we're on tiktok jamie and i are on twitter and instagram rob's off the grid do not try and contact him um all right rob take it away everybody go to jamie's instagram ask her Mm -hmm. how her feet are that's gonna be a big thing i want everyone go to jamie's instagram say how's how's your money how's how's your feet jamie lee that's That's is is that what we should say how's your feet jamie lee yeah that's great okay her feet is and you always leave us in stitches. And start start with the title too, please. No, you you forced a title upon this. It's Read, not the, do it, please. It's for me, and please do it with the title. Thank you. I call this collide. I'm quiet. You are not. You make a first impression. But I found I'm scared to know. I'm always <laughs> on your mind. Even the best fall down sometime. Even the stars. Refuse to shine. Out of the back, you fall in time. I somehow find you and I collide. That's so good. Thank you. It really means a lot to me that you wrote me a poem uh, on the day I lost my job. So that's beautiful. And guys, please (laughs) let me know what you think of that. That's going to be on our Instagram. Uh, Thanks, Rob. It's been a pleasure. Jamie, get well soon. We'll see you on the next one. I love you, buddy. Feel better. All right. <laughs> <laughs>